Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. I am your host, uh, Kenny, as I always am. I am always here. Um, today, we're going hashtag off the cuff. We're going to be a little authentic today, genuine. Uh, we're going to talk about underrated cards at, uh, at every position. Um, the reason I say we're going to be authentic and genuine is because I was going to research this and make sure I had a good list, uh, and then I decided not to. So I'm just going to open up the inventory. I already have the inventory up. Uh, we're just going to scroll through the pages, and we're going to talk about a couple, uh, maybe two to three to possibly four underrated cards at every position. Um, you know, obviously for starting rotation and the bullpen will just kind of go until I feel like we should stop because obviously there are a lot more options there. Uh, but we're kind of, you know, for the most part, we're at the end of this game cycle. Um they announced that the 10th inning program boss, the only one, is Albert Pujols. He drops on Friday. The new Battle Royale program drops uh, today, the day you're listening to this, Tuesday, and uh, there is no new reward. So they basically said, fuck you, players. The game is done. It's terrible. The content's now done. Uh, so deal with it until March or April, whenever the new game comes out. I don't know. I mean, I would imagine because the 10th inning is still an inning program that they're going to have some sort of player program in there. Maybe that's Kirby Puckett, finally, where the fuck he is. Uh, maybe it's like Fred McGriff, something weird. But basically, content's done. I don't see many ways for there to be more stuff coming out. So now is the time to talk about underrated cards that maybe we forgot. They got lost in the shuffle. Um, if you're going to go back and make theme teams or kind of have some nostalgia before you put this game away for good, these are the cards you should be using. Um, I, I did an episode like this last year, and it was one of my favorite ones I got to record because I got to go down memory lane a little bit. Um, everyone knows that 94 overall Silver Slugger Daniel Murphy was one of my favorite cards ever last year, and, you know, Unfortunately, he's not in the game this year. I hope they bring him back, and I hope they find a way to give him like a postseason milestone 99 card because he'd, he'd never leave my lineup. Um, but let's just jump right in. Let's jump right in. We're at the starting pitcher page. I'm there. I'm, I'm scrolling through. Uh, criteria for this, there really aren't any. Um, you know, if a card I feel got lost in the shuffle... No matter what the rating is, obviously we're going to stick to diamonds, but you know, if I feel a card got lost in the shuffle, then that is my criteria. It's as simple as that. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. This would have been better if I researched, probably. I am an ass wagon, but it's fine. You know, we, 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 we do it. We do it, do it here. Um, okay, first one. First one. 98 no-hitter James Paxton. All right. Cutter Sinker. High hit per nine, because he's a no-hitter card. You don't really see him much anymore. And in my opinion, that means he's either underrated or just kind of, you know, a forgotten card. Um, you know, the reason this card maybe didn't stick like others do is the velo for a James Paxson card is much lower than you'd think it would be. Starts at 78. But he has basically perfect break, really good control. Um, and James Paxton, in my opinion, is tough to hit. This is an underrated pitcher. You know, you can get outs still right now with this card if you used it. Um, nobody does. Nobody does. You know, there are so many cards as is, so I understand why, but uh, but nobody uses it. Uh, I feel like this card is is underrated, and it's, it's new-ish, honestly. 98 Lance McCullers from the ALDS. Uh, again, sinker cutter. He has the meta. 
Starts at 110 hits per nine. That'll play. Max break, 96 velo, 89 control. This card's really, really good. You, you, you couple that with McCullers' kind of weird, funky delivery. Um, and he's usable. He's very much usable. Uh, I prefer the guys with outlier, so that's obviously why I don't use him. But he's the dude's good. The dude is really good. Um, let's see, let's see. That card sucks. I feel like um, 97 All-Star Game Lance Lynn was perpetually underrated. You know, you saw high-level players using him, but not so much the normal, everyday player. Uh, I sucked with him. I sucked with him, but again, he's a sinker-cutter guy. Stupid control. Really good break. His is a little low, and I think that's why uh, he kind of gets smacked around a little bit. But people who play consistently on Legend... At least when this card dropped, we're using Lance Lynn. So I think that qualifies as underrated. Um, let's see. That card is Duty Cheeks. Uh, that card this is kind of a forgotten card. Um, I don't know if that qualifies as underrated. Everybody used him when the game first came out, but Tom Glavin was a lot of fun to use. Um, God, his hits per nine was only a 93 when it dropped. Jesus Christ. Or 92 when it dropped. Sorry. Uh, we could probably go one more starting pitcher here and, and call it a day. Edward Cabrera, underrated, LOL. Hope I never see him again. Um, Frankie Montas' butthole. That card I never want to see again. Uh, oh, you know what? So this card kind of came out in the middle of the summer. And at that point, it was kind of phased out with better cards. However, this card is not bad. 92 overall, tops now Pablo Lopez. You're saying, what the fuck are you talking about? I hear you. Primary changeup, sinker cutter. You'll notice a theme on all of these things. 99 break, 88 velo, 86 control. The problem is he has 86 hits per nine. So he's going to get absolutely fucking torched on Hall of Fame. But like if you if you're an all-star level player and you know you're not making World Series pushes or or that's not your goal when you're setting out to play, hey, this card's fun. I, I Pablo Lopez and BR, not the diamond. You'd never draft the diamond in BR, but Pablo Lopez and BR is uh is definitely fun. All right. Onward to the relievers. Oh, and closers. It toggles them together. That's nice. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Relievers are gonna be hard because they're either good or bad, right? I mean, there's really no in-the-middle relievers. Um, we will start with this one though. He's a staple of my bullpen and a lot of people don't use it. Tops now 97 overall Garrett Richards is incredible. Slider primary throws a sinker 50 stamina to start 50 stamina. Excuse me. I'm yawning. Wow. That's history. It's been a while since I've yawned. I think. But excuse me, sorry. But he starts at 50 stamina. And I know stamina this year is kind of all fucking over the place. And, you know, for starting pitchers, it doesn't matter so much. But let's say you're you're playing a game and, and your starter is just getting fucking... His, his, he's just getting bitch slapped around. You got to take him out second, third inning. You don't want to start going through the entire bullpen to get through the rest of that game. You definitely, or probably definitely, don't want to bring in another starter... Because then that starter's energy is going to be fucked, no matter how long he pitches. Garrett Richards has 50 stamina with a sinker. 
with a slider with kind of a funky delete, uh, release. High break, high velo, high control. This card's nuts. Should be in your bullpens. I mean, calling it underrated seems silly. I don't know if everyone realizes how good it is because they say they see Garrett Richards and they go, ooh, fuck that. That card is incredible. Love that card. Absolutely love that card. Um, Let's see. Who else? Uh, 96 wild card game, Clay Holmes. This is not the Yankee bias in me, but he throws a sinker. He has outlier. 99 velo, 99 break, 88 control. 37 stamina is, is honestly pretty good. He's got a really funky release in this game. If, if you need a budget reliever and you want to give someone a try, Clay Holmes, good, good choice. Um, let's see. Probably one or two more relievers here because, like I said, they're either good or bad. There's really no in-between. Um, oh, uh, 91... Monthly award from May, Ryan Tapera. This card came out at a weird time where 91 looked really low compared to other cards that were coming out for the bullpen. Cutter primary, 112 hits per nine out of the bullpen with very good control, very good break, decent velo, but his cutter is slow. He's got 93 max velocity on the four seam, 94 max velocity on the two seam, but only 88 on the cutter. The pitch differential is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and the final one I am going to give is... Is there even one? I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, there might not be. There might not be. Um, oh, you know what? There is. 94 overall Joe Nathan. We just went back up again. I, f- I forgot about Joe Nathan. Prime Joe Nathan. This is his first year back in the game. Uh, Four-seam slider, sinker, 12-6 changeup. Great break, great velo. Not incredible control, which is kind of his one downfall. But I just he's very comfortable to pitch with, man. 111 hits per nine. It's 94 overall Joe Nathan. If you want to pitch somebody that a lot of guys haven't seen a ton of, Joe Nathan's a good choice. I, I like Joe Nathan. All right, we're going to position players. So here's the thing. So much with position players has to do with their swings, right? And how much we we are comfortable with a certain swing. So inevitably, some of my picks are not going to be your picks. Or maybe they make you give them a try. I hope they do. Um, uh, Some of these cards, they're like instant BR picks. Some of them, like I used for a game or two and I just loved them, but I I, I knew they didn't fit the meta. You know, there's going to be a lot of reasons for why they might fit here. But starting out behind the dish, you don't see them in ranked a ton. You sh- probably the reason is because his contact versus right is only a 92. But 98 overall August player of the month, Will Smith, is nasty, nasty. Starts out at 83 fielding. 92 contact versus right. 116 power versus right. 110 contact left, which can play. And 120 power left, which will certainly play. This card is a lot of fun to use. Will Smith's swing is really, really good. Solid behind the plate. He starts with 63 speed, which obviously he's not a burner, but he's not going to kill you. You know, if if you want to talk about versatility in a pinch, he can also play third. I don't know how much that matters, Um, but it, it, you know, it is technically part of his card. And he's, you know, his strike zone's a little small at 510, but not so small that it fucks with you. This card's good, and I have him at P2, and he's a 99. So if you care about loading up your team with 99s, technically he gets to a 99. Um, 97, 
Future Star, Kaber Ruiz. Uh, I don't know what there is to say about this card other than he literally has like a top three swing in this game. Kaber Ruiz from either side of the plate. He's a switch hitter. Doesn't matter. His swing is it's butter. It's beautiful. 111 contact right, 90 power right. Powers are not great, but they meet that threshold. And this year, if you just square it up, even with guys that have middle, middling pop, it'll go. 92 contact left, 80 power left are obviously not great, but you don't see a ton of lefties in this meta. He starts at 87 fielding, so he gets to a diamond. Starts at 45 speed, so again, he's not super fast by any means, but he's not, you know, he has Monte Grandal slow. Uh, this Caber Ruiz is also 30,000 on the market right now. Nuts card. Nuts swing. When I see his bronze live series come up in BR, fuck his gold. His gold might be the best BR card, period. But if I see his bronze card come up, I draft it and start it. That's how much I love this guy's swing. Uh, and finally, 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 is there a f- uh, another underrated or overlooked catcher? I feel like catcher is such a shit position, man. They need to find some way to get rights for better cards. Or better uh, veterans or legends or whatever. Honestly, no, that's kind of it. Like, if you're talking relevant catchers at this point in the year where they're diamonds and can play, that's it. That's it. I mean, again, personal preference. Like, if you like Mike Zanino, sure, use Mike Zanino. He just has 45 contact versus righties, so you're going to get fucked. Um, you know, JT Real Muto, some people like him from the All-Star game. Um, and yeah, yeah, Whatever. He's kind of sucky. Um there's, there's no, we're not talking secondary positions here, guys, also. So, obviously, there's some guys like a Craig Biggio who has a secondary of catcher. Kyle Schwarber has a secondary of catcher. We're not talking about those guys. We're talking about just the primaries. Um, but for me, I, at this point in the game where content's basically done, it just looks like Will Smith and Cabert Ruiz for me there. Moving on to first base. Uh, we're going to start with a high 99, and that seems weird, but first base is such a deep position that he got phased out so fast. Uh, Silver Slugger Todd Helton. This card's underrated. It really is. 120, I have him parallel two, so I'm just going to give you his parallel two stats because I don't know where some of the max ones began. But he's got 125 contact right, 119 power right. That's perfect. That'll play. He doesn't need to have max power versus right. Anything over 115 basically plays the same anyway. Uh, 116 contact left, 89 power left. I've gone lefty-lefty tanks with him before, even with that mid-80s power, high-80s power. Doesn't matter. The 116 contact left is very nice against lefties. Uh, At P2, he's a 90 in the field, so he gets his diamond glove at first, if you care about that. Uh, He gets as uh, as high as a 63 speed, which is pretty good for a first baseman. And he's got a nice buttery swing. The problem is he just got phased out because there's so many fucking first basemen. But Todd Helton, this is a fun card to use. Uh, he's expensive. He's 205000 right now. It's also because the people are still trying to get the collection. Um, it's a fun card. It's, uh, it's honestly a lot of fun to use. Um, so that's definitely, in my opinion, an underrated card. Another one who's underrated, who's another high diamond, who I maintain to this day is one of the low-key best-hitting cards in this game. 99-500 home, home run club Miguel Cabrera. I have him P4. So again, I don't know where some of his stats started. I'm just going to read you what I have. 123 contact right, 115 power right. Perfect. 125 contact left, 112 power left. Perfect. He starts, I can do math on this one, a 75 in the field. 
at first base, it's whatever. At third base, where he can also play, it's not great. Left and right, where he can also play, it's fucking terrible. But at first base, totally fine. And when you get him to P5, he gets a gold shield. Uh, 86 arm at P4 can actually play both at third and in the corners, but you'd be a ridiculous idiot to put him in the corner outfield. Uh, and 45 speed. You're not playing this guy for speed. You're honestly not playing him for defense. You're playing him because his bat is insane. Whenever I have an event that I can use him in, I use him in. That's why I have him P4. Honestly, almost P5. I'm 1,500 PXP away. Um, you know, does he have a weird little, like, inside-out to his swing? Kind of. You, you really have to swing earlier than you think you have to. But I, I mean, anytime there's an event, like I said, I use him. I'm hitting 389 with him over 193 at-bats with 22 bombs, 54 RBI. It's a fun card, man. And I know he's a high diamond, so it seems weird, but he was free, and he's nuts. And again, because first base is so deep, people don't use him. Um, at this point in the year, I think the 99 gold glove Eddie Murray is adequately rated. At the time, he was used quite a bit. Um... No one really uses those. David Ortiz, you don't really see anymore, which is shocking, honestly, because that card was so good. Um, let's see. He sucks. He sucks. He sucks. He can't hit lefty. Here's one. All right. Uh, this actually, I think, will be the last one for first base. Let me just make sure. Yeah, last one for first base. Uh, 97 overall tops now, Brandon Belt, uh, and his belt. Can also play left and right. You're not going to put him there because his speed is so bad. But at P3, he, he becomes a 99. At P3, he becomes a 99 uh, overall card. But right now, he's so slept on. Brandon Belt's swing, if you don't know, is one of the buttriest left-handed swings in this game. He starts at 110 contact right, 115 power right. 108 contact left, 100 power left. Those are really good lefty-lefty stats. I mean, honestly, really good with that swing. Uh, we got 82 in the field. It's whatever. Um, 20 speed. So, you know, you're not playing him for the field. You're not playing him for the speed. You're playing him because his swing is gross. He's a lot of fun. Another guy, when there's an event and I can use him, I use him. I'm hitting 398 and 123 at-bats. Great card. Great, great, great underrated card. Moving over to the Keystone, as they call it. We're going to second base. We're going to second base, and second base is a pretty shallow position, so I don't think we'll have a ton to talk about here, but I will do my best. Um, you know, this card is underrated, certainly. The, the 96 overall Marcus Semien from the May Monthly Awards, but I think he was adequately rated at the time, so we don't need to talk about him too much. Um, he already has another higher card. Oh, okay, here we go. This might be the only one at second base. I'm going to keep scrolling through. But 91 overall, Cycle Cavan Biggio. You look at his attributes, and they're like all over the map. His swing, man. Maybe it's just personal. Maybe it's just me. I love his swing so, so much. Truthfully. Truthfully do. 94 contact. Oh, sorry. I have him P3. So let's do some math. 91 contact right. 98 power right. 83 contact left, 59 power left. You're not Listen, he's a 91 overall. You're not putting him on the God Squad right now. But when he came out, he was either too expensive to get or just slept on overall because people were using Soriano at second. They were using Jackie Robinson at second. They weren't giving Kevin Biggio a chance. Kevin can also play first, left, and right. It's weird that they didn't give him third base on this card, but, you know, they didn't. Um, he's 73. 
four in the field at his primary, so he's not good in the field. He does have 76 speed. I, I don't know. There's something about him when he comes up in BR, I take him. In 96 at-bats, I'm hitting 448. Incredible card that I love. Love, 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 Kevin Biggio. I wish there was a way to get him a 99. Uh, let's just go through the rest of second base to make sure. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, 89 overall tops now. Jake Cronenworth is apparently really good because I hit 538 with it. Uh, I don't think we need to talk about a card in the 80s right now, though. Uh, yeah, that's really it for second base. Yeah, let's just move to third. Let's not waste time. Third base. All right, so third base, kind of like first. Stacked. Stacked position. Very hard to find, uh, you know, guys that can get rid of your Chipper Joneses or your Austin Rileys or Rafi Devers. Like, you know, those are the guys you need to play. I, I probably forgot names there, too. Um, but we're just, you know, we're talking underrated. That just means cards that we can't use right now because they don't match the, the meta. So I'm starting it off with 99 MVP George Brett. You guys are going to say, Kenny, you're biased. You love George Brett. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I own it. George Brett is gross. Every year his card is so, so fucking good and it gets slept on. This year... It's very clear that Chipper Jones is the top third baseman. Some people will argue that right now because of how late it is in the game cycle. They're bored of Chipper Jones. Other cards have come out. Trust me, I get it. But Chipper Jones as a switch hitting bat with his swing is the best third baseman in the game, in my opinion. I cannot take him out to put George Brett in. But George Brett, 125 contact right, 97 power right, 108 contact left, which is plenty, and 83 power left. That's a little low. For the, for the wrong side of a platoon, but it'll play. Uh, he's got 84 in the field, so it sucks that he misses, misses out on the diamond shield. Uh, 69, very nice speed. You're, you're playing this guy solely because of his, his swing and his max contact against right. Uh, George Brett's just insane. He's just absolutely, absolutely insane. Um, going down the list, Troy Gloss sucked. Uh, 97 cycle Pablo Sandoval. Uh, he was a Daily Moments card, correct? Yes, from July. His He's a switch hitter, but his his splits against lefties are what hold him down. 85 against lefties, or 85 contact lefty. Um, can't do math. 75 power lefty. You can't use him in ranked. At least as a, as a starter. But against righties, he's really good. And his swing is really good. 116 contact right. 113 power right. He starts out at 90 in the field at third base, which is shocking from the Kung Fu Panda. Uh, just a really fun card with a really good swing, and when there's an event and I can put him on my team, I do it. Uh, I like him very much. Uh, underrated right now is the Signature Series Kyle Seeger. At the time, he was appropriately rated, so we're not going to really talk about him much. Uh, but this 97 MVP Chris Bryant was slept on. Probably because his, his attributes against righties aren't good. 96 contact right, 95 power right. But he does hit lefties. He fucking crushes lefties. 106 contact left, 120 power left. He's got a nasty good swing. He plays first, left, center, and right, as well as his primary of third base. He's good in the field. And if you get him to P5, he'll be diamond in his primary of third. Okay, so he won't be diamond anywhere else. Um, but Chris, this is a fun card, too. Honestly, a really fun card. Um... I'm going to give everyone a bonus at third base and preface it with saying I personally suck butts with this card, but I've seen players rake 
with Topps now Joey Wendell. Absolutely dominate with Topps now Joey Wendell. High contact, really sweet, fast swing, plays a ton of positions. He's a diamond fielder. Um, I think if you get him to P5, he's diamond everywhere. He is. He's diamond everywhere at P5. He starts out at 69, very nice speed. Not my favorite card. For some reason, I can't hit with the guy. But I know he's underrated for a lot of top players who continue to use him while no one else catches on. Um, So, yeah. That's that. Um, So we're about 25 minutes in already. Uh, I'm going to read a couple sponsors here, and then we're going to go shortstop in the outfield. The outfield is going to be a clusterfuck of a lot of players. Um, Sorry. But, you know, there's no rules. You guys don't listen to this podcast for rules or sections or, you know, any sort of general rhythm or anything like that. You just listen. Uh, I I don't know why you listen, but thank you. Uh, But we're going to hear from our friends at Thrive Fantasy first. Uh, Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research like other DFS apps because this daily fantasy sports app is based around player props and it only asks you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. To play uh, uh, daily fantasy games of your favorite sport. Right now, you can play some NFL, NBA. Choose five out of the ten player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on how likely it is to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points possible, and you could win a share of the prize pool. If you're looking to play games and make a little bit of cash watching uh, your favorite sport, use promo code THESHOWTHEPOD when you sign up for Thrive Fantasy today, and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store, or by going online to www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Lastly, Rogue Energy, specifically specifically designed for gamers, but also for athletes, students, entrepreneurs, people with hectic schedules, individuals with low energy, people who are health conscious, and so much more. It's designed for everybody. It's great as both a pre-workout or as a coffee energy drink replacement. Rogue Energy was designed to be the greatest gaming drink on the planet. And let me tell you, listeners of the show, the podcast, I vouch, hard vouch. Uh, I love Rogue Energy, especially their hydration formula. Uh, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers and streamers everywhere. It's the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit whatever task you're dealing with. The low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled can- sugar-filled, canned energy drinks and sodas. That is a weirdly written sentence. Rogue, you now have my feedback on your sentence structure. Uh, the Extreme Formula provides the most energy, focus, and sports performance possible. The Hydration Line, my favorite, offers focus ingredients without the added caffeine. Finally, the Shake Formula is a delicious zero-calorie energy milkshake. Every formula Rogue produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients, and you won't find a powdered gaming drink brand that dissolves any better. No more chalky textures. There's a giant, fat exclamation point in there out of nowhere. Uh, And the taste profiles are absolutely unmatched. If you want to try the best gaming energy drink on the market, go to RogueEnergy.com and use coupon code KDJTV for 10% off your entire order. Rogue Energy, the world's most delicious gaming drink. Getting back to your regularly scheduled programming, we're going to go to Shortstop. And Shortstop, right now, you're, you're going to see like uh, three guys, Max. You're going to see Fernando Tatis, you're going to see Corey Sear, you're going to see Wander Franco still. Wander Franco is probably my favorite shortstop from this year. 
Um, in 493 at bats, I hit 369 with him. He's nuts, uh, but he's not underrated. So we're not going to really dwell on that. Uh, but underrated shortstops, finest Brandon Crawford, underrated. Not enough people are using this man because he drops with Tatis. He's overlooked, overshadowed. He's like the redheaded stepchild. He's obviously a 99 because he's a finest. He's 123 contact right, 110 power right, which will definitely play. 105 contact left, 108 power left, which is good enough for a lefty shortstop. Uh, 99 fielding, insane. 85 arm, great. 99 reaction, insane. 38 speed. That's a little shitty for a shortstop. You want your middle infielders to move a little bit. So as good as his reaction times are and as good as his fielding is, his speed might hold him back a little. But still, Brandon Crawford has a really, really nice swing. He's capable enough against lefties. He's going to mash righties, and it's a righty-heavy meta. This Brandon Crawford is really good. If you struggle with Tatis, if you struggle with Corey Seager, if you struggle with Wander Franco, just give Brandon Crawford a try. Um, he was overused. Okay, one of my favorite cards this year, and I'm not saying it sarcastically, I never used him on my God Squad because Wander was out the entire time. But I have super fractured 96 tops now, Andrew Velasquez. <laughs> he is a 99 for me now. I was number 78 in the world to get him to parallel five. Um, he also plays second, third, and center field. He'd probably get away with him at second base. I wouldn't put him in the other spots. But this card is just so, so much fun. He's a switch hitter with a really nice swing. Um, before Superfractor at base, he's 102 contact right, 104 power right, which is honestly really good. Uh, 100 contact left, 91 power left. Obviously a little lagging, but he's fine when you use him in events on All-Star. 88 in the field. He gets up to a 93, so he'll be diamond at his primary. 90 uh, arm at P5, so 85 arm, 85 accuracy, 89 reaction, 81 speed. I don't care what the fuck you say. Andrew Velasquez is a really good shortstop, and he's only 15K if you want him. Go get him. Um, Finally, you guys are going to think I'm absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I don't blame you. Because I actually don't think the card is good. But I enjoy using it, so you're going to have to listen to it. Uh, 96 overall signature series, Michael Young. I was number 100 in the world, exactly 100, to get him to parallel 4. We're not all the way to parallel 5 yet. It's been a minute since I've been able to use him. uh, Because he's an event-only guy. But, I I don't know. I hit 400 in 160 at-bats with him at 19 big, uh, uh, big flies. Three triples, 14 doubles. The guy's an extra base hit machine for some reason. Um, when he starts out at base, he's 112 contact right, 77 power right, 119 contact left, 78 power left. So your problems here are that he starts out below that 80 power threshold that in theory matters. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't explain it. I was not good with his card last year. I'm good with it this year. So by, by my account, that's an underrated card. Um, you know, you're not going to use him in ranked, uh, be a lunatic if you want to, by all means, go crazy, go batshit. Um, I'm not going to do it, but it's a fun card to use. Fun card to use. All right, let's move. Uh, I see that the binder here actually organizes by left center and right field. So we're kind of just going to, you know, use our imagination here and, and just do things how we want, as we always do. Uh, so in left field. Oof. Wow, left field's a pretty uh, shitty position. Um, 
Wow. Wow, wow, wowie. Wowie. Uh, all right, let's start here. 97 overall all-star game, Michael Brantley from Team Affinity 3. Michael Brantley is right up there with Cabert Ruiz, in my opinion, as one of the top three swings in this game. I love Michael Brantley's swing. At P2, this card is 125 contact right, 85 power right. That At 85 power right, might as well be 110. If you square it up with him facing a righty pitcher, it's fucking destroyed. Absolutely destroyed. Um, his base is 106 contact left and 70 power left. The 106 is fine. The 70 is obviously not good. Um, but again, you don't face lefties a lot. You really don't. Unless they come out of the bullpen, you probably have a strong side platoon option for that. Um, the fact that he starts out at 83 in the field is insane because I, I didn't realize Michael Brantley, I didn't think he was good in the field. Um, you know, again, it's not a God Squad card anymore. Could you use him off the bench if you want to? I won't laugh at you. Um, but this card was underrated when it came out. You know, he was overshadowed by all the other good outfielders in this game. But Michael Brantley is always a good swing, always a fun card to use. So, put him on the team. Um, Ryan Braun, 96 second half card. Honestly, he's a guy that I could still go put back on my bench. I have him super fractured. I was 153 in the world to super fracture him. You only have him because he's 125 contact left, 125 uh, power left. But he's not bad against righties. You know, his base of 102 contact right and 78 power right. Considering what he is against lefties, those aren't bad against righty stats. You're not going to start this guy. Listen, he's not in your lineup. He's not playing left or right. Um, Surprising they didn't give him third base for this card either. Um, He's not good in the field. He starts out at 64 in the field. You're using him just to mash lefties when they come out of the bullpen. Uh, Underrated, I think. Honestly. Honestly, I love him. I might go put him back on my bench. I'm not even fucking around with that. He's he's a really good card. Um, We got another left fielder here. Now we're getting into the trash territory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm recording this episode at 6 o'clock in the fucking night. Why am I yawning? It wasn't even that long of a day at work. Um, All right, to center field. To center field. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, I know a lot of people like this finest brand in Nimmo. Nah, not my favorite. Um... I feel like the new finest Brian Reynolds is so underrated and so talked about for being underrated that he's not underrated anymore, if that makes sense. So we're going to skip him. Here we go. 98 overall, August 2021, player of the month, uh, I guess henchman, we'll call him, Luis Robert, or Robert, whatever the fuck you say his name. This card is so good. His swing is so good. 121 contact right, 105 power right, 100 contact left, 85 power left with 91 on the field and 88 speed. This card is tracking everything down in the outfield. Everything. He's also got 93 reaction. Tracking everything down in the outfield. His bat plays better than you think it does. I'm hitting 625. Granted, it's only been 16 at-bats, but still. 10 for 16 with three home runs and a double? This is a fun card to use, man. Really fun card. Uh, what else we got? I think he was, uh, Jason Dominguez was adequately, excuse me, rated when he came out. Uh, so was Byron Buxton. I wish we got a 99 Buxton, by the way. That makes me upset we still didn't. Uh, this card blows booty cheeks. Um, nah, that card kind of blows booty cheeks too. Forget I was going to say anything. Wow, center field, that shit of a position? It's really just like the top guys and nobody else? 
Wow. Okay. Um, all right. I feel like I have to give you somebody, though. Right? I'm a man of the people. I provide. Uh, that card's boot. That card's boot. That card's butt. Wow. This is fucking barren position. I'm blown away. Absolutely blown away by this. Um... Uh, you know what? I can give you one more. This is a bench bet. It's an underrated bench bet, though. So, uh, you know, it, it counts here. Uh, the tops now, 95 overall, Rafael Ortega from August 1st. Uh, he became a, you know, and he just became anything because the Cubs traded away basically all their good players. So he had a three home run game in the game of tops now. And he's nasty. 113 contact right, 115 power right. If you're a budget player and you're looking for like a bench bat who can mash uh, right handed pitching, He's sell now price. He's 5000 If you want to do a buy now, it's eleven k. It's not even that much. Um, you know, nice swing. Honestly, really sweet swing. Center fielder, who I'd probably rather play in the corners, if I'm being perfectly honest. But again, you're not starting this guy because he can't hit lefties. He's 89 contact left, 89 power left. Um, but yeah, this is a fun card. I forgot about him. I use him in events when I can. Um, but that center field, I'm shocked. Right field must be the most loaded position on the planet of Earth. So let, let's wrap up here. Let's let's find these right fielders. Let's talk about some underrated right fielders, and we'll uh, we'll go home. Uh, you guys can all fuck off because ninety nine Cody Bellinger is underrated in my book. He's insane. I was ninety two in the world to get him super fractor. Um, I'm hitting three thirty six with fifty four ding dongs over two hundred ninety eight at bats. You guys can all go play in traffic if you don't think that's a good card. Uh, that card's insane. Uh, but I don't really think he qualifies here because he's a high 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 diamond. Um, Babe Ruth, he doesn't know. Uh, so it depends on who you ask with this one, and this is this is a very much a personal preference. But at this point in the year, I think this card is still underrated. Uh, signature Series Vladimir Guerrero Sr., man, and you guys might think I'm changing the curriculum or the rubric or whatever. Uh, again, at this point in the year, when Babe Ruth and Ken Griffey and Juan Soto and Brian Reynolds and Kyle Tucker and Mike Trout and all these guys are out, no one's talking about Vladimir Guerrero Sr. anymore. And I get it. But at the same time, this card can still hang with every single outfielder in the game. Literally every single outfielder, Vladimir Guerrero can be in the same conversation. I have him at Superfractor. He's 125 contact right, 125 contact left. Automatically, boom, he shoots right to the top of the leaderboard for outfielders. That is insane. 112 power right, 117 power left. Perfect. It plays like more than that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be max 125. He's only 75 in the field, but he's got 82 reaction with 86 speed and a 99 arm, and it he has never made a bad play in the field for me. Now, he's not in my God Squad anymore. He might come back. He might make an appearance. But over 604 at-bats, that's a long time, 604 at-bats. I'm hitting 351 with 93 home runs, 28 doubles. A lot of what I play is on Hall of Fame because I'm trying to make World Series. So, you know, again, I use them in all-star events or Battle Royale or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say these are all Hall of Fame stats because they're certainly not. But this card, it, is, it rakes, absolutely rakes. Vladimir Guerrero, at this point in the year, is underrated. Um, whom else? Whomst else? Who else is underrated? Anybody? Hello? We're getting into the weird mid-80s section now. Um, 
I guess outfield is really top-heavy and not so many underrated cards. Am I wrong? Am I missing somebody? Uh, I will just say that I very much enjoy Tops Now Mitch Hanniger. Again, he's nothing more than like an events or BR card, but underrated. No one talked about it when it came out. They're just like, oh, look, a Tops Now card. Uh, he's nasty. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, he's terrible. He's not good. He's not good. That's Joey Gallo. We all know what Joey Gallo is. Joe Adele is all right. Oh, Sean Green. That's fun. Can he hit? Oh, no, he's bad against lefties. He is adequately rated. Oh, my God, he was atrocious against lefties. Um, wow, is that really it? What a fucking banger of a way to end the episode. Um, all right, I'll give you guys one high diamond. He's not used because completely phased out. This card's got a nasty swing. It's a lot of fun. Julio Rodriguez, Future Star. He was TA4. I think it was TA4. Um He's a very balanced offensive card. 108 contact right, 107 power right, 100 contact left, 109 power left, 90 in the field to start. So he'll be he'll be uh, diamond every position in the outfield once you get him super fractor. 99 arm? Hello? 80, 88 reaction? 67 speed? Ah, That's a fun card, man. It's a really good card. I, I see him in BR and I get excited. I like using him. Um, you know, you want your max contact guys nowadays, but Julio Rodriguez is pretty good. So, guys, that is it. This was our off-the-cuff, underrated cards uh, episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I shed some light on the situation. Um, streams this week, which I should have said in the top half of the episode, but if you're listening all the way through to the end, thank you. Streams this week, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and then there will be a few streams over the weekend either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Um, my girlfriend's out of town. I'm going to be chilling on my own. So we're going to find some time to stream. I got a couple things to do, you know, interspersed those three days. So I can't really pin down exact times just yet. But just look out for streams. I will be live. We'll be playing uh, the Mike Trout grind because I need to get this man. And clearly, if you put in a buy order, it's not being fulfilled until 2027. So I need to make World Series myself to get there. But that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have other thoughts on underrated cards, please call me an idiot and let me know. Drop me on Twitter, KDJTV611. Uh, find me on Twitch, KDJTV. Uh, whisper me on Twitch. Find me on YouTube. Comment anywhere. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. I love you all so much. I'll talk to you guys next week.